This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Steven. I hate wrestling. I'm Brian. I hate wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. Listeners, do not adjust your podcasting equipment. Today, we got a wackadoo special flipadoo episode for you. Steven, what the fuck is going on? On this episode of You Should Love Wrestling, we're going to convince you, Nick, to hate wrestling. No. Um, whenever you shop on Amazon, you can support the show by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling, not you should hate wrestling, even though that's the theme of the day. Sure. You shop on Amazon like you normally would. We get a little kickback and we're going to use that money to fund our anti-wrestling All right, let's not go that far. There's no anti-wrestling circus. Wrestling's the worst thing in the world. (laughs) Now, this is a weird episode today. So Mm -hmm. the intro is already completely fucked with my brain. Yeah, people Uh, are shitting their pants at home. Also, the room is really weird. Like, Steven's wearing his pants where his shirt usually is. (laughs) His shirt where his pants usually is. The bookshelf's upside down. The TV's flipped towards the wall. It's crazy. The room is sideways. Mm -hmm. Is this Inception? This is Inception. What is this? Um, Well, this is, Nick, this is something that we've talked about since the beginning of okay. the show this we have, is the, we have proposed this many times yeah this is the episode where we kind of flip the script a little bit and we're going to talk more about the downside of wrestling okay. the negative, why you should hate wrestling and i think it's some users are probably mm-hmm. literally smashing their itunes right now they're yeah. throwing their oh they're writing their ipod an first generation into the river yeah they're they're writing angry letters to tim cook going like you motherfucker <laughs> How would you allow something like this? I'm so sorry. I streamed <laughs> this to your watch and you had to listen to it. I'm so sorry. That's, is that Al Gore or Tim it's Cook? It's Al Gore as, t- as Tim Cook as <laughs> Tim Gunn. Uh, Make it happen. Hey. <laughs> you should hate wrestling. You should hate it. It's uh, but yeah, so we're going to flip the script after 92 episodes. I feel like I deserve it. 92 plus plus it's, all the bonus episodes. It's true. It's true. You've uh, spent this entire show... Getting bombarded. Yeah. So I feel that it's fair that you have an episode where we flip the script. And and it's only the two of us now hosting this show. So I figure now that we can turn the tables a little bit, the the room's not even, it's flipped. I'm in the minority today. Yeah. Now, this is interesting because today's guest, who you heard at the beginning, uh, again, this is an episode that we've kind of pitched for a while. And we've been wanting to get this gentleman in here for a A while now because I've known that you... Brian, uh, first of all, Brian yeah, is a writer intro. and performer. <laughs> I says I don't know what to do, Stephen. So yeah. Brian is a writer and performer. He's on the the digital one, the the Pack Theater's first digital team, mm-hmm. Fat Wolf. Also, he's a writer and performer for the Nightcap with Stacy Roomaker. It's a fantastic live uh, talk show, late night show at the Pack Theater. It's really really great, hosted by Stacy Roomaker. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome to the show today. Our second resident hater. I can't believe this episode is actually happening. Brian Rubenow, ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Thanks, guys. Welcome to the show, man. Oh, so great to be here. Thanks for putting up with that long vamping we did before we started. We are blood-sucking vampers on this show. We really are. (laughs) So, okay, Brian. Now, this is interesting. So let's backtrack a little bit. Now, you did used to like wrestling. Yes. Okay. When I was young and innocent. 
And mm-hmm. today's match now he's that old and <laughs> yeah, and so bad, such a bad, Ooh. such a ba. Yeah. I can't even uh, say it. Ba br ba Billy Gunn. Uh, so I, I guess what what today's match that we're going to talk about, which to me mm. is puzzling, and, and I've always purposely told you, don't tell me why. We'll talk about it on the show yeah. someday. I I don't know why this match is the match that made you. Not mm-hmm. like wrestling. It just seems like a, yeah. It just seems like a regular match to me. Yeah. But I'm interested to, to hear. So first, tell us what got you into wrestling. When you got into wrestling, what you liked about it, and tell us what eventually got you out of wrestling. I guess including this match, and then we'll break down the match. Sure. So, well, I actually kind of went through two wrestling phases. The first one, I was a little little kid, like six or seven years old, with uh-huh. Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage and the Ultimate Warrior. For whatever reason, I just loved the Ultimate Warrior. I, it must have been just all the colors and the streamers and stuff. Larger than life. Um, yeah, I just loved it. And, like, Hulk Hogan was just, like, one of those characters that you like as a kid. Like, He-Man and Hulk Hogan. Just, you know, whatever. He was just in mm-hmm. pop culture. So, He-Man's yeah. uncle. Yeah. So then... That just sort of, I don't know, just sort of, I just sort of gravitated away from it. I just never really got hooked in, I guess. Okay. Um, then later, I was maybe 14, I think I was 14 years old. Um, I had cousins who live on the East Coast, so I don't see them that often. Where at? Um, New York. Okay. Where are you from, Brian? I'm actually from uh, here originally. That's what I thought. I grew yeah. up in the San Fernando Valley. That's right. Yeah. So uh, shout out to SFV. What yeah. up? What up? West Hills. Is that right? West <laughs> Hills. Yeah. Whoop yeah. whoop. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So it was sort of like kind of a family reunion thing. Like I hadn't seen my cousins in uh, a few years. <clears throat> okay. So it was sort of like. Uh, I it was almost like meeting them again for the first time because like now we're like teenagers we're kind of like different people and they were into WWF they mm-hmm. like my cousin had a huge crush on the road dog um, <laughs> right uh, so like we were we're literally the we're most at gentlemanly character yeah <laughs> the, the road dog jesse james uh so we're literally we're at our grandparents house and she's like hey it's it's seven o'clock turn on sunday night heat and i'm like what is that uh-huh. and they're like oh yeah it's it's wrestling i'm like oh my god you like wrestling that's so random because they're um i would have never expected it so just through them i got hooked in wrestling again okay. uh so this was wow. Yeah, I don't remember exactly when it was, but it was definitely during the Attitude Era. So I remember it was like the, the like the Rock versus Stone Cold was like the big mm-hmm. storyline going yeah. on. Um, this is like the height of the Attitude Era then. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I totally got hooked. I loved The Rock. I thought he was hilarious. Um, but really, the wrestler who I really, I, I really identified with was Mick Foley. Uh-huh. And that sort of leads us into the match we're going to look at today. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though The Rock, you know, he was the hero, he's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, I totally, like, called all my friends jabronis all the time. <laughs> um, but Mick so Foley... Were you following Mick Foley through, through like, uh, when he won the title and all that stuff? Oh, yeah. I, like, I bought Have a Nice Day when it came out yeah. and read it. Um <laughs> Also bought The Rock's book and read it. Uh, sure. Totally fascinating. Um, See, you read two books. You're not a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's not. All right. Touche, Steven. Touche. Um, 
They should have. They should have. When you were checking that out to the library, they should, somebody should have just put their hand a hand on your shoulder and be like, "No, <laughs> there are other things you no, can son. do." Yeah. No. <laughs> Get uh, something else. So yeah, Mick Foley was really the one who I identified with because you know he doesn't look like an athlete. Yep. He looks, you know, looks like sh- Mick Foley. <laughs> yeah, schlubby, overweight. Like I'm, I was never like any good at sports in school or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I definitely identified with. Oh, there's a guy who doesn't look like he can do a single push up, <laughs> um, but he kicks ass. He wins championships. He's a fan favorite. Um, yeah, I love him. He's kind of like the ultimate uh, underdog. Yeah. So um, I'm sort of, you know, I'm tr- trying to remember like what the storyline that led up to this match. Basically, like it was sort of Mick Foley versus Triple H for yes. a long time. Yeah. And it was like, um, I just remember Triple H, he was like the ultimate heel, but he just always won. Like no matter what they put him up against, he always came out on top. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, Triple H was really on a tear yeah. at that time. So I thought, okay, this is going to be perfect. Mick Foley, my ultimate hero, he's going to take down the ultimate villain. Right. And they set up this match at No Way Out as being like the ultimate last chance because he put his career on the line. Yes. So I mm-hmm. thought, oh, this is going to be perfect. He's going to beat Triple H, win the championship, and then get to keep being my hero in WWF for a long time. Okay. And of course, ultimately, if you, if you know how the match turns out, that did not happen, and so that really just took the wind out of my sails. I was like, okay, well, Triple H, he's just gonna keep winning. He's gonna keep being the villain. My hero is now out of wrestling, so I guess I'm out too. So it was the the career ending aspect, pretty much. Not so much the content, as well. not so much the content of the match, That's but so the, fascinating. No. Yeah. So you just got worked. Like I feel he got worked. I he got, got worked. Super worked. But you that's got interesting. Out of wrestling. But see, that is interesting. So let's let's kind of start the match. In yeah, the background. let's start it so out. The match we're talking about today. Uh, Two thousand. No way out. Hell in a cell match for correct. the WWF championship. And this right? is a career versus title match. Now keep in mind, we've seen technically these on paper. No, we have not seen this before. You can play these play. before. These before we've seen a career versus title yeah, match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interestingly yeah. enough, now we saw the match back in our all the way back in our episode with Josh Lassman. We watched the Royal Rumble match, which would have been the month prior to this. Stephen, remember okay. when we watched Triple H versus uh, Mick Foley? It was a street fight. I had a big T-shirt oh, that yeah. I brought in. Kind of remember. Kind of remember that, that one. I remember it was a, it was the a, street fight thing. I don't. I honestly don't remember that Triple H was in. That. Yeah, yeah. Triple H versus versus Cactus Jack. It was a street fight. Yeah, that was at Royal Rumble in January. This is at No Way Out. February. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I also remember. Well, didn't it was like Triple H beat mankind? So then he had to turn into his other alter ego, yeah, Cactus Jack. He wasn't bringing back Dude Love, apparently. Yeah, which is probably a wise decision. <laughs> yes, I like Dude Love, but <laughs> so not? so this is the interesting thing about this, which is kind of kooky, is that we're gonna watch and talk about the match. But Triple H did win. Cactus Jack is out. Cactus Jack, which he was billed as. Yeah. A couple of weeks later, which is interesting, you were already long gone. You left. Yeah. You left your bags at the door and said goodbye. Well, I think I'm, I'm just trying to remember because this was 17 years ago. Sure. I think I kind of kept watching for a little bit because, like, you know, I didn't like cut it off cold turkey, but sure. Uh, I, yeah, I, not it crazy. Was, but it it just wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of weeks later, I specifically remember Linda McMahon. There was like a fatal four-way, maybe like WrestleMania or something. There was a sure. fatal four-way, and the final 
com- competitor for the match ended up being surprise entrant return mm. Mick Foley. Yeah, I, I just back think anyway. I just think like after that point, I was just like, eh, Triple H is just gonna win. Whatever, I don't care. Yeah, so right. I was just out of it by then. So. That's interesting. So, you know, again, I, I think, Brian, I remember you, you told me a little bit about this match. You told me, like, oh, I want to do this thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, and I, I kind of forgot what it was, but the specifics of it. But it's uh, it's just interesting because I you have your reasons for not watching wrestling anymore. I definitely have mine. But this is this is it's so I guess it's just fascinating because like what you saw was like I did like it but I ultimately feel like the product is just like me getting screwed over for liking what I like or whatever right. over and over again which, that by sort the of way, which by the way that match did indeed happen at Wrestlemania 2000 I had yeah. to confirm Triple yeah. H the champion did defeat The Rock and Mick Foley and the Big Show in the Fatal 4 Way. Yeah. so your favorite guy yeah. got screwed anyway yeah. yes it, yeah it, and it, you know he's Triple H is still a huge part of WWE well, E now. Yeah. I mean, he's the heir apparent. Yeah. He's essentially going to be Vince after Vince is done yeah. being Vince. I mean, maybe... If, I'll never tell you. Ah, I'm Triple H now. Ah. Maybe if I <laughs> ever thought he was a compelling villain, I would have been... I would have stayed hooked, but... So in a way, is this more that you, you kind of always hated Triple H? Oh, yeah. Do you oh, yeah. think it was the booking? Do you think it's the character? Do you really hate Paul Levesque? What, I mean, really, I'm, I'm interested. What do you think this I is? I mean, uh... I think it was just oh he's he he's the guy that beats up my heroes so yeah. I, okay. hate, I hate him for that. I also don't like his just like the arrogant attitude really turns me off. Even though okay. I know that's you know there's plenty of there's that personality of that. Yeah. type in wrestling, but well the fact that he's arrogant. And he always wins. Sure. Because this was also at the height of the McMahon-Elmsley faction, the right. era of like when the it was like post-corporation, but the McMahon-Helmsley thing, they were had like a stronghold on everything. And Triple H, he was. He was pushed to the moon for like months and months and years. I mean, he was on top of yeah. everything. Yeah. That's very fascinating. I don't know. That's... Uh... I don't know. Is this the thing that I feel like is appropriate to get you out of wrestling? I'm trying to. I mean, it's, you're allowed to. Because <laughs> you're allowed to yeah. get out of wrestling for whatever you want. I mean, this. But is I'm what, like, it's so know. much worse than this. <laughs> well, because I know what you're saying. Because there is something that I've hated that I've always thought was the worst thing in wrestling mm-hmm. that we are going to talk about in the second half of this episode. Yep. Yeah. That I can see somebody <laughs> watching and going, you know what? I'm good. Yeah. Well, I'm well, out. Well, I mean, here's the other thing, though. Like, I usually love the weird, bizarre, just totally crazy parts of wrestling. Sure. Cause, like, because I remember I suggested to you guys watch the birth of the hand. Yeah, that's right. Which we've already we watched. Did. We yes. watched that yeah. on your request. Yes. Uh, yeah. Which I still <laughs> maintain is one of the greatest moments of television ever. It's stupid, but I kind of like <laughs> the hand thing. It's. It's. Yeah. I'm not saying uh. it's good at all. Also, like, I will admit there are parts of wrestling that I still like, like the comedy bits, like like Randy Savage's uh, Cream of the Crop promo. Yeah, we've seen that. If that was on SNL, that would be bigger than Dick in a Box. Brian, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> no. No. What? Okay. no, no, no. I thought you were on my no. side, man. No, 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 no. You know what? <laughs> Fuck this shit. Because I remember I was like... I, you we, don't like Cream of the Crop? We talked about this and uh, uh, back even back in the days when Joe was on the show and I was like, you know, we're going to have somebody who hates wrestling. I'm like, all right, I want somebody who's going to come in hot because like I fucking hate wrestling. And you're like, well, Cream of the Crop. Get the... No, you're already... You've already betrayed... Like, we're oh. 15 minutes into this. You're already betraying me. Yeah, but Steven, but you've liked things on this show too you actually 
like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. No, I think he's as good as it's possible to be, but I don't want to watch it. All right. God well, damn right. it. I'm already I'm already right, losing well, look, on this okay. episode. <laughs> Let me fuck all the cards were stacked in my favor somehow. Yeah, well we just all blew right. that house over. Oh god. Oh, Go ahead, Brian. Me. Well, let me try to win you back a little bit because right, there are parts. There are little parts like cream of the crop. That's like what a two minute clip. Yeah, that I like. Yeah, uh, pretty much everything else. Like a thirty four year old looks like a homeless man beating up an an Adonis like Triple H. Adonis. Completely implausible. Like yeah. like going back and watching this again after seventeen years, I was like, this is like, how did I ever? buy into this this is completely ridiculous interesting wow yeah uh, that is a good question you you do you do not currently enjoy or watch any wrestling you just don't care anymore no and every time i meet someone okay. my age who likes wrestling okay. i don't believe them at first Drops i'm like a bit. that oh, wow. is impossible yeah because it's so bad uh, see, but you I, know we're not bullshitting you see, i mean you i know. believe them I'm, but i lose respect for them i know I'm you like, do oh they're they're weak they're weak people. Weak, <laughs> weak people. Huh? They 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 lack a moral constitution or something. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm like, well, I mean, if it was if it was done and presented as pure comedy, then I could believe it. But it's presented as being serious. Like people buy into the emotional stakes. Mm-hmm. They look at the at these at the wrestlers as their heroes and etc. Well, I think that's again, you know. I, I, I agree with that point, and I think something about this match, too, is particularly, like, what's the point of it? Like, if, you know, Mick Foley is like, okay, we need to push, uh, somebody needs to push Triple H, why does he need to win? Why, we're, we're well, because his career's on the line, Stephen. Cr- no, 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 why, no, why, does, why does Triple H need to win? Because it's like, yeah, of course, like you said, it's like this guy who looks like he's homeless fighting this <laughs> yeah. giant man. You're like... What's the point of this? Because like, Triple H wants to continue to be the WWE champion and ultimately have ultimate power no. because of the McMahon Helmsley okay, faction. I'm talking about like the booking of it. Like why? That's why? the booking of it. Okay, I'm talking about the behind the scenes, like choosing to do that. Why let him win? It, there's nothing to it. Then it's just what? a giant, awesome guy beating up a less, a clearly yeah. like a physically uh, inferior person. Like there's nothing to this. Of course, theoretically, it'd win. I want to see a match where the underdog, the guy with a lot of heart, who's you know re- willing to jump off of cells and shit. I want to see him win. Okay, at the well very that's, least. that's why you're invested in the match. That's why but he did it. <laughs> Okay, well, well, tough shit. <laughs> so that, but that's what that's what wrestling is a lot. Like a lot of that comes down to like your tough guy shit. doesn't always win. No, that's no, that's fine. That's fine. I'm just saying what, what when the fans are like getting something out of this, or when the product is like, oh, this will be like really great. Is if just like the guy who is like buff like beats up the guy who's not. It's like it's bully. It's like bullyish. It's it's childish. It's stupid. It's 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 like nothing. It's okay. it's just like why why do this? You could you could have just said. It's it's almost the, as the equivalent to me of just going like ah Triple H would uh, kick his ass and he'd be like yeah that makes sense but then like why do it why yeah, do but it Mick Foley's gonna take him to hell in the process but does he yeah so how does he how does he pay for it how does how does Triple H pay for it in the end is he out is he injured is he you know does his career suffer no of course no. not he just. He just had to yeah. do a thing with this guy. It's stupid. What's kind of oh what I God. think they 
kind of maybe did wrong in the booking of this match is they sort of tried to set up Triple H as the underdog because this is Mick Mick, Foley's playground. Yeah, it's it. He chose the match at Hell in a Cell because that's yeah, this they it's his type of match because he's you know, he comes from backyard wrestling. He's more into like hurting himself and and using foreign objects and all that kind of stuff. Right. Right. So it's like they set up Triple H as the underdog, but wait, no, it's Mick Foley's the underdog because if he loses, he's out of the company. So it's, Mm -hmm. there's kind of a, kind of a conflict there that doesn't quite work. Yeah. We're crossing the wires a little bit there. I buy that. Yeah. I buy that. I agree. It's stupid. See, see, to me, I don't know why. See, all of that is just nonsense. Like, just enjoy the fucking match. These are two guys who are really good at what they do. They're two professional wrestlers. So the outcome doesn't matter to you in wrestling. It does, but I don't think... I mean, it didn't matter. No, because Mick Foley's back in two months. Maybe you know... See, that's... At the time, he didn't know that. I think we all knew. See, that's that's why I'm I'm a little... <laughs> we uh, all knew, Brian. That's why I'm... Well, see, that's why <laughs> we I'm We all little, got an email from Vince about and it. And if you Listen. know that, that takes all the emotional stakes out of it. No, because you know that wrestling's going to continue on forever. Like, did I think that Triple H was going to win this match just like you were but, like, why Why would I you care? You know, wrestling's going to continue. You don't know his career's going to continue. But like, I think that we did. And I say that because almost always, almost always, unless if you know where it's like, we definitely know Shawn Michaels is retiring. Mm. We definitely know Ric Flair is retiring. People put their careers online and uh, on the line in wrestling all the fucking time, and they're back in a week oh, wait. or two weeks or in a month all the time. Yeah, sorry, I just like this moment where he throws the stairs that opens up the cage. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, he has like this like caveman using the bone <sighs> as a club moment. Like, oh, whoa, <laughs> yeah, oh, I could do yeah. this. <laughs> and then he and then he chooses yeah. to jump through it. Doesn't really. Open yeah, he it jumps more. through it, then falls back in. Yeah, it doesn't seem to do mm. a lot except to cut his arm. Anyway, my Ugh. point is that just like you thought it was a foregone conclusion that the Triple H is going to win and we would move on because of course he's going to win. I had no doubt that Mick Foley would be back. It's like, well, I'm not going to be bummed out about this ending because yeah, his career was on the line, but we, I, you just that's just, that's just how okay. they do it every week. You know he's going to be back. Okay, until great. until we start to get those rumblings of like I really think this is it I really think he's going to retire I knew he'd be back then let's reduce that then okay Okay. that's that's interesting so then like if the if the outcome of the match in this particular scenario doesn't matter so much because Mick Foley will be back and Triple H will continue to reign uh, then what is there to enjoy about it the entire rest of the match. So it's just like the fighting and stuff. Yeah, uh, the wrestling, Stephen. The, the like fucking the leading and the like two yeah. by four covered two by in four barbed wire. Yeah, and, and got, when uh, Mick Foley comes back, well, then I guess they're gonna have to maybe try and do it all over again. Maybe he'll get one more match. Maybe he'll get one more title shot. Maybe he'll win the title you're again. Like a drug addict. You're just yeah, like, yeah, I need my fix, baby. I Daddy's got to get his druggies, and I hope they do it again. Daddy's got to get also, his druggies. Also, this was one of the things that kind of made a crack in the facade for me, where Mick just hit. Uh, Triple H with the two by four, but you yeah. see, he just kind of just taps him gently on the head. Yeah, yep. It's like if you're really trying to beat him, yeah. wouldn't you just swing it full force? Oh, and now he's just rubbed, yeah, kind of gently his rubbing yeah. his face in the. So yeah. really, this is ultimately just. So Brian's on the same side of Stephen, where it's like you've just come on to mostly explain to me why this is fake and therefore it's stupid and I should hate it. Wow. I mean, is that ultimately kind of what you're saying? 
I mean, because I feel of, like that, that's, get what, it. that's what keeps me out of wrestling. That's why I won't be a fan again because I just can't buy into it. And the difference is that what Stephen is always puzzled by, and I guess you are too, is that we have us as fans have. No problem buying into that. I mean, you know that we know it's fake. Mm. You know I, that we right. know it's no, fake. Yes, I know of course. You know that we know that. I know. And, yes, and you do, Stephen. I think, like I said I before, if they do. if they presented it, I'm telling you, I know. <laughs> like the I said fuck? before, I think if they presented it as comedy, yep. then I might be able to buy into it. Like, like you know, like if I'm watching a sketch show or something, I know those people are playing characters, and yeah. it's it's a fake scenario. But these people are playing this, characters, but, and this is a fake scenario. But they're trying. I know. No, but they're trying to have like real emotional stakes and trying to set up real stories and I just I just don't but I can't suspend my disbelief. It's just silly. Okay. All right. I don't yeah. think you guys do know it's fake. Here's the okay. thing. Okay, again, you're just you can say, talking. You can say that like you guys say that, but again, if we're it, let's again reduce it again. The outcome doesn't matter. Fine. Well, you the, like no, the no, rest. No. The outcomes do matter. Not in this one. I'm just saying in this particular match, I'm not saying that. I, it's, this, you're, you're not going to get it's, upset it's one like way or another. It's almost like because they've made the stakes so ridiculous and mm-hmm. saying, this is it. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley's done that you just know this isn't the end. Okay, As so, opposed to like the outcomes do matter where it's like Daniel Bryan winning the WWE championship at WrestleMania 30. That outcome fucking mattered. That mattered. Yeah. Why? Right. Because yeah, it did. We've had an entire episode okay. about it. It mattered. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It yeah, mattered right. because he. It mattered because it's what the people fucking wanted. Great. Well, we wanted to make it was to win. an end. Here's my point: why I don't think you guys know that it's fake, or uh, is because you you talk about again if we re- if we say that the outcome doesn't matter so much in this match. Yes. Uh, and then you're like, well, I know it's fake. Then uh, w- what are you what are you watching? What what are you getting invested in? Because the outcome isn't important so much in this match. So okay. there's nothing to get like I hope Mick Foley wins or I hope Triple H wins. There's nothing for there. And then these moves are all fake, and you know that. So mm-hmm. you're not gonna go. Like oh my god I hope he's safe Like you're not gonna do I that. do hope he's safe This is some dangerous Fucking shit happening You this understand match. what I mean I'm, I, I didn't use the right words there But you know what I mean Like it's not like Oh I hope he hits this spot Because it's fake Who gives a shit right No you don't give a shit why, Well why would you care Eric Des- Barnes we, we went on an entire diatribe Okay Because he fine. wanted to know why, why your argument is always Who cares Well why would, why would you care about Something that you know is fake Like, like the ability to hit a spot For say Uh huh Per se, like that doesn't mean anything if it's planned, right? Because like, I do. I just. Uh, why do I like it? Because I just do, Steve. So there's no reason. I. I enjo- it's just no. The reason is that I. It's not insanity. I, it's just I enjoy watching these guys wrestle. I enjoy what they do. Uh-huh. I like the. I like. I, I don't understand. We've, you we've, like we've okay. violence. Spent, we've spent the entire like show. We you literally like spent the entire show, and you know why we like it. But now I, I know. Don't and also know why now that you've you got like somebody else on your side in the room, you know. I well, do. I think I uh, I can kind of see both sides just because I did used to be a fan. Yes. I think I do get why you care about it. If you buy into it, you do care about it. I just can't buy into it. But, well, and that's and that's fine. That's fine. But the I, I guess I'm saying, to counterpoint that, the argument of saying, how can you, a grown man, enjoy this fake thing? Well then... Jesus Christ! How can anybody fucking enjoy anything? I mean, good God! If that's if that's the mentality of like, how can you as a grown man enjoy this this thing that we know is scripted? Then like, what's the point of trying to watch fucking any goddamn thing? That that's not quite the point because uh, I'm not saying that's Brian's only point. I'm just saying that that's like that's no, what it sounds like. But to it's me. it's a difference between like the 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 fake only matters if you guys treat it like a sport or where 
you know, physicality or like successive moves matter. Yeah. That's a sport, right? Yeah. So then when you say it's fake, then it's like, so what, what's the, what's the point of caring about that if it's fake? Like if Ricky the Dragon Steamboat managed to reverse Macho Man Randy Savage, it doesn't mean a lot to me because that shit was planned. Who fucking cares? Okay. Who cares that but he did so it? so are movies and scripted TV shows, which right. we've said but again 4,000 times but that's not the show. But that's not the same thing. Like, it... Like, I, I've never complained that the storylines are fake. I've never complained that, like, oh, Triple H isn't really mad at Cactus Jack. That's not the... I would... That's stupid to say okay. that. I'm fine with that. But uh, I'm saying that element of it, the wrestling element of it, is fake. It's hard to understand what the enjoyment is. Yeah, but the is wrestling matches than... are just part of the story. They're the things that move the story along. They're the reasons that there are stories in between the stories of the matches. Because people are winning and losing and winning championships and becoming friends and turning on each other and becoming a changed man or woman or doing this or doing that or doing something they thought they'd never do. I mean, there's all these things that are propelling these other actual storylines forward. The wrestling matches are part of that. And then within the wrestling matches, Matches, we appreciate the the physicality and the psychology that they use and the feats of physical strength and ability that they do in the match that it's it's impressive to us i can't fuck you can't do a moonsault steven i don't yeah, give a yeah. shit <laughs> so okay so they can and i appreciate it All we right. we wrestling fans appreciate what the wrestlers do if you don't understand that that's fine if you don't care that's fine but i'm telling you that's why we like it we like it because we like it yeah, that's interesting. And you hate that's it because a, you hate it, and that's, that's fine. A, I'll say that's the first time anybody's ever laid that out cleanly before in their 92 episodes plus before. Like, that's the first time anybody's ever done it. I, I'm glad that you decided to wake up for the episode where we don't like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got to bring the heat today, baby. Apparently. Uh, so I guess I, I could compare it to, um, like, professional sports. Like, okay. uh, like I, I'm not a sports fan. I don't enjoy watching sports. Mm-hmm. But. If someone shows me, like, a highlight reel of, like, uh, football players making amazing passes and catches or amazing tackles or whatever, I'm like, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm that's, impressed. That's nice. Sure. Yeah, I still don't want to watch an entire game. Okay. Um, I'm still not going to care about the players' lives or, like, who's winning or who's going to uh, win the Super Bowl or whatever. Right. Like, and I would feel the same way about hockey or about soccer. Sure. It's like a highlight Hey, very impressive. I'm not going to watch a full game. So I understand that. I get that. I yeah. totally get that. So that's to say that, like, when I watch it, I do appreciate, like, the feats of, of physical prowess. Like, in this match, he, like, Mick Foley literally falls from the top of the cage and he breaks the ring. Like, that's that's an amazing spectacle. Right. It's just... I mean, clearly, obviously, <laughs> a... A planned yeah. spot, but, and they but no way am I going to buy. A, no way am I going to buy a pay per view just to see that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, that's but you know back in the day here, especially two people. I guess that was also part of, and it still is why we still watch, even though it's the network. It's not pay per view buys now, but people bought these pay per views because. We don't know. You wouldn't buy the pay-per-view because you know that you're going to see that spot. You would right. buy the pay-per-views because you're like, what the fuck spot are they going to come up with next? I mean, already three years before, two years before this, Mick Foley falls off yeah. the fucking actual cell. So people would continue to buy the pay-per-views like, what the fuck are they going to do tonight? Who's getting set on fire tonight? Who's lifting up a truck? Who's falling through the ring? Who's exploding? Yeah. Who's going through 20 tables? But that's what I think that's what, what you're talking about is what I think ultimately makes... To me, wrestling very cheap and okay. not that interesting is how can we sucker you in? Well, well, you're like 
a lot i i don't know i feel like a lot of it is the same thing like like watching this doing this podcast watching so many things you know at a certain point i'm like yeah no i've seen about as much that can be physically interesting as possible Uh like my i'm sure i feel like my it's probably not true but i feel like the match ratings have trended downwards probably or if not i've just faked it a little bit for you for me because i'm just like yeah you know now you you want to give everything a one (laughs) once you see a a good handful of things you're like this is i mean this isn't that more is it more impressive than ricochet osprey it isn't more impressive than this and that like at a certain point you what's what's the what's the draw like what's the what's the hit that I'm getting from this and I think that when I watch wrestling what the the hit that seems very consistent from mm-hmm. it is like I'm the best and like weird like weird stupid yeah I know that I, like, I know that's your thing. fighty thing that I just I don't get I, I super don't get that um, even in this match in a way like most of it pretty standard fare what do we get that's extra from it or like the the unique thing from the match it's Mick Foley falling through the cell where have we seen that you know, two years before, so I'm like, yeah, we've seen him fall off yeah. the cell. So I get this is just a variation. No, okay. we saw we saw him fall through the cell when he when it broke. No, 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 no. I know that, but I'm saying now that now the new added thing, and I'm not saying yeah. that you're that, that, that I'm saying you're wrong. I'm just saying no, yeah. I get that it's it's you're right. We've already seen him go through the cell. We've seen yeah. him fall off uh, the yeah. cell. The tweak in this match is is oh, mm. what if he falls <laughs> through the ring? Yeah. But this time it, it it's with such impact that yeah, the ring it like it. it breaks like it it sucks down. Yeah, so I get so it's I'm a getting a lot of very thing. you know I'm getting you're a not lot wrong. of the same things here. You're not wrong. And they also try to one up the two by four covered in barbed wire oh what if it was a two by four covered in barbed wire on fire fire. right (laughs) yeah like it's like these little incremental things that i'm just like i'm not excited about this anymore and like that for me personally just like watching wrestling i like doing this podcast that is something that's getting harder about it too is people bring in stuff uh in our last last several episodes i'm like (laughs) what am i what am i gonna get out of this like how am i gonna tell Mm -hmm. how can i how can i say again like i don't I'm not impressed by this. I guess it's no matter what, Stephen. You're just we just like getting invested in these personalities I mean, and these people and what they're doing. And ultimately, I just don't think you're ever going to truly get as invested as we are. God, Alternative- I hope now, so. alternatively, Brian got so invested yeah. that when his favorite wrestler, and I understand this, yeah. that means that in a way, and I I don't know if you agree or not, but in a way, I feel like in a way they had done their job. Mm. Uh, him as a character oh, and certainly them, do not give but, him this and, Fuck one no, no, no. and them telling when a story when I was a teenager when I was young and impressionable yeah. okay sure yeah they worked me hard yeah uh, so I kind of have a feeling like if this match had turned out differently and I had stayed a fan I probably would have just grown out of it okay. naturally but see and, uh, and now again and then my argument there also is me as a grown man if this match happened literally tonight and we it was a brand new match and Mick Foley lost and he was my favorite wrestler and Mick Foley is one of my favorites I love him but like, you know, if he lost tonight as a grown man I wouldn't be like you know what I'm done watching unless if it was just like I know that some things piss us off of like because we know too much about the backstage we know too much about the booking and sometimes there are things that we'll, we'll sour on and be like oh that's mm. bullshit but I'm yeah. not going to stop watching or if I, if I do I'm stop watching stop. maybe I'm just busy I don't know, but I'm not, it's not, they're not going to do enough in the storylines that I'm going to be like, I am so 
fucking angry. <laughs> no, yeah. I understand why you, why you did as a teenager. <laughs> That's, I totally get that. Yeah. Me now, I'm just saying, and you wouldn't either. Nobody here would be either. Like, I am done fucking watching this. Mm. I can't believe that Mick Foley lost in this very real, legitimate match. I'm so angry. The story, yeah, the storylines, the storylines are going to be tough for for me to like be the thing that would ever lose me. I was never invested in the first we're place. Always but, you know. just curious of where they're going to go uh, next, too. As grown yeah. people watching, is that we're always interested in how they're going to go next for better or worse steven you're right for better or worse that's so it's it, it just seems like uh I, I don't know it's in it's interesting because you guys you guys you are like for better or worse i just want to see what happens sometimes i hate it sometimes i love it i'm like but like where where does it where does it end like how bad can it get <laughs> it's never gonna end <laughs> like how bad like that it is it is just so weird to me to be like i am dead i will never stop watching this this thing like it, there's no way it can continue to be interesting there's no way wrestling has been it's interesting in, it is there, it, it can't happen you you've left you've left before i'm you i have to believe you'll leave again because there's not really left before. i mean you did no i thought I, you, I had said before that i only kind of about half followed in the mid 2000s got it because the product the product was fairly uninteresting i yeah. wasn't following a lot of the indies yeah and i was in college and i was actually trying to yeah, you know, finger, start my start finger my girls life. and stuff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I I fell off a little bit, but I never like was hmm. like I'm done, I'm out. Okay. Well, hopefully one. How day I'll about get there. how about the fact that the WWE literally helped elect Donald Trump? <laughs> okay. That doesn't make you want to stop supporting it. No, because I don't think that's no, I don't think that. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you, that. You don't think they helped Trump's popularity? No. Wow. Really? Yes and no. He's in the Hall of Fame. I'm aware. Do I think wow. was it look, was it a part of it? Nick loves Donald yes. Trump. Do I think that that was do I think that that's part of his popularity? Sure. But this motherfucker has been snowballing his entire and then he life. He invited them to the White House. Yep. Mm-hmm. They were all there. Everything that has happened with him has been snowballing for his entire life. And that's just true. And if anything that really did it. Okay. Did the WWE have a part in it? Sure. Mm -hmm. But it's the the apprentice. It's really the apprentice. We can go back and blame. What's his? Is it Mark Burnett? Yeah. I mean, to me, he is the one. I am not saying that the WWE is not a part of that. Yeah. But he is the one who I think we really have to blame. Him becoming a reality star. Has WWE fueled uh, uh, reality type stuff uh, for like personalities of like, yeah. yeah. I mean, sure, they're part of that, but fucking everything's a part of that. But also junk TV and everything on MTV and everything on what VH1 has become. And literally every goddamn show on television is a part of that. Is is WWE the main thing to blame? No. Fucking like everything is to blame because the entire world has just gotten dumber and stupider and everything that everybody says... Not, there's like nothing intelligent said by anyone anymore, including me. Yeah, that was a weird long rant. Of yeah, nothingness. it's interesting that you. But it's, I'm just talking about every, if you want to blame WWE right, you, you, as the you've one singular long. thing. No, everything has been no, degraded. I didn't say it was the, I said everything it, has I been said degraded. It helped. I said it helped. Sure, president. Yeah, get sure. it. But but that's interesting that you'll you'll say that it is dumb TV and that dumb TV is a part of it. But also like I feel like WWE is a leader in dumb. Like, oh, they've dumbed up TV. Just don't like red hats. I don't wear red hats anymore, guys. Yeah, sure, you can't. Hats are done. All right. Yeah, well, you they've know what? helped dumbed up, dumbed up or down TV. Who knows? Uh, well, let's. You know what? Wrestling's terrible enough on its own. We don't sure, even have Steven. to bring politics into this. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Yes. And when we get back, we're gonna talk about more. 
things that are terrible about wrestling. Yes, and in this second half, this is something that I wanted to talk about because, guys, I'm not completely not on your side. <laughs> Want to hear your favorite funny people paired with wine? Want to just hear them whine about something? Hi, I'm Ellen Clifford. Hi, I'm Sean Buckholtz. We're the hosts of The Wine Situation. That's wine with an H. We've had Morgan Murphy. Drew Drogi. Brian Safi. Charlie Tanners and Camille Knox. Paul F. Tompkins and Janie Haddad Tompkins. Melanie Linsky. They all told us their wines. And we told them about wine. It's totally boozy study hall. So get it everywhere you find your favorite podcasts. That's The Wine Situation. Wine, wine with, with an, an H. H. Cheers! And we're back. Guys... Wrestling's still terrible. You still shouldn't like it. In your opinion. Okay, so welcome back to the special edition of You Should Love Wrestling, the You Should Hate Wrestling episode. Mm -hmm. Okay, so (laughs) we went on about the match. Mm -hmm. I still think you guys are wrong. You guys still think I'm wrong. Honestly, that match isn't going to be the one that convinces me that wrestling's bad. Yeah. But wrestling is bad. Sure, so okay, fine. that's fine. That was more of just me reliving childhood trauma. Yeah, yeah, that's so, I get it. Thank you, guys. But here's something that I wanted to talk about. Now, you had not seen this, Brian? No, okay. I was out by this point. Yes, Good so man. this is 2002. I wanted to talk about, because I know there are terrible things in wrestling, mm-hmm. and this to me, and I think many people would agree, this to me is un- un- unequivocally... Just undoubtedly the worst. I think this is the worst thing that WWE ever ran. And they've ran a lot of dumb shit. I, I, there have been things that are very comparable to this, but I just something about this entire angle. And it, it doesn't offend me. It's just so bad. It's the Katie Vick storyline. Triple H drops a bombshell that Kane, who is now speaking and talking and has the half mask, uh, he's got this bombshell that Kane murdered somebody and might be a necrophiliac, and it's fucking ridiculous. It's <laughs> right. the worst thing that I think would ever happen on WWE TV. Well, well let's go to our first clip of this. This is uh, Triple H asking Kane about Katie Vick. Uh, this is uh, October 2002. Let's yeah, Raw is just ending, and at the very end of the show, Triple H says he's got something to say. Yeah, that's right. I know, Kane. I know it all. Ten years ago, you killed her. That's right, Kane. You are a murderer. Great. So yeah. I remember still oh, watching thanks. at the time and watching like live Monday Night Raws. So is the name Katie Vick, is that supposed to mean anything to us, the viewers? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing yet. This is a mm. brand new storyline. We've never heard this name before. She's the heir to the what Vicks a... Vapor Rub fortune. Oh, <laughs> the Vicks Vapor Rub. What a That's weird funny. way to end a show. I know. So it's like, oh. Something interesting will happen. Don't worry. about a name we've never heard before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we don't know what this is. Doesn't really tell us a lot. Um, but. Something's going on, so now, we're going to find out a little bit more. Yes, yeah. and a couple of uh, former WWE creative guys uh, yeah. have talked about, they've sort of revealed this on podcasts in the past, that this surprise storyline sort of came from a seed planted by Vince McMahon himself. 
where it was initially just th- this was at a time where he was like, all right, you know what, uh, Stephen Vince McMahon, if anything, was actually on your side. He was saying he didn't want every week and every story to be just about who's the best, right? Who's the champion? Who's tougher? I can beat you up type of stuff, right? This is when he legitimately, truly wanted to get real melodramatic, probably too, but was like, I want more story. I want storylines. I want characters. I want more. I want real stories. Yeah, he probably had like an old ex girlfriend named Katie Vick. That's like, oh, I'll show her. Oh, I'll sock it to the bitch. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, Mr. McMahon. Wow, wow, aggressive and not okay. Um, you know, yeah, uh, that that doesn't surprise me that this is sort of an attempt at, like all things WWE or Vince McMahon. Like this is my uh, facsimilation of like reality, or like yeah. I, this is how we do TV. Is like what comes next, <laughs> Which, and these. And yeah. these, yeah, and these guys just said so. They're probably paraphrasing him, but mm-hmm. what they said was, at the end of a call, Vince basically made the call to say, "Why don't we make Kane? Why don't we? Why don't we say he's a murderer and he's murdered somebody in his past?" Right. That was the quote. Yeah. Uh, why don't we? So okay. So they said, "Well, now we have to write Kane has murdered somebody." That's our storyline <laughs> to write this week. Yeah. Here we go. So Triple H drops that bombshell. Uh, and then the next week, uh, just a short week later, we get another clip. Uh, this is Kane again uh, trying to like talk about the Katie Vick segment on Raw one week later. Let's go to a clip of that. I wasn't real familiar with the stick shift, but Katie insisted that we take her car. Uh, it was dark. The road was slick because it was raining, and an uh, animal jumped, jumped right out in front of us. And uh, I swerved, swerved to, uh, to avoid it, and the car spun out of control, went off the road, and uh, I broke my arm. But uh, Katie, was, uh, Katie was killed instantly. Okay, great. So we're still kind of building so this up. who Look. is this guy in the green? That's Hurricane Helms. Hurricane. Okay. Yeah, Gregory Helms used to be a WCW guy, came over to you get it. WWE, had a pretty good run as the Hurricane, Hurricane Helms, a little he, s- a superhero. He looks like if the Green Lantern showed up to like the worst children's birthday party. Because <laughs> he's got the little tattoo on his arm yeah. and he's green, so I just thought, what the... And yeah. It's like trying to have him and Kane like have a dramatic conversation when they're wearing these bizarre yeah, costumes. because they were buddies and tag team partners. It's for just a while. like I mean that would have made me quit watch wrestling right there. That's <laughs> yeah. The, hur- the, the Hurricane uh, team was you know they're fine. They're oh, fine. God. Uh, and then well I mean God, I'm just I'm really just trying to like burn through this because there's like four clips of setup and only one real thing. <laughs> yeah, and the and the payoff is the worst thing to ever happen oh, on WWE God. television. Yeah. So Terry Runnels is trying to talk to him now. Whatever. Whatever. Who cares? Mm. It's just, it's so stupid. It's all this coming stuff. out and trying. And this is like when we're really getting like our first, I feel like, big taste of like serious Kane. Yeah. But not like dark serious, just like why soap opera serious Kane? So- B- big mistake ever having him talk. Yeah, well, no. Because, well, wasn't but, it? But, but about this is the I mistake. Guess. You're right. Yeah. Like, you're right. Like, I don't think it's uh, a mistake to make him talk, but, mm, like, to make the first big thing about, no. We were out at a party. We were drinking. <laughs> I'm like, what? Is this a PSA cane? This is so. I, PSA cane is very it's annoying. It's so dumb. I was watching. I'm like, wait. Uh, also, wasn't it part of Kane's storyline that he was, like, burned or something? Yes. Yeah. For years after Kane had. had Unmasked and everything. Many years later, they had decided that Kane 
many of his scars, quote unquote, were more mental. Mm. And that was how they got off of like the he's he's unmasked now and he's actually fine looking. It's just a bald he's, dude. He's I'm, fine. Uh, yeah, he's totally. It was it was more of like his scars were mental. He really wasn't as burned as he thought he was. Terrible. Blah blah blah. Terrible. I'm yeah, sure. The, I'm not saying it's good. I'm no. sure the listeners of the show appreciate you catching me up on stuff they've known for decades. Yeah, but yeah. that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's okay. Fine. We do that for Stephen all the time, every yep. week. That's true. Um, and then this last clip again. This is so much setup. They, so <laughs> I, we got to make this clear. Yeah. They, they've put like over a month into this storyline. It's going all through like out October. They're they are like we got this is so good. We gotta build it. We this we gotta make sure this story pops. Uh, this is just like eight minutes of talking, like <laughs> just about like this all this setup for this yeah. dumb yeah. storyline that nobody's invested in yet, and nobody's sure whether or not they should be invested because like what are we getting at? Yeah, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody, nobody's like doing this. Kick it so, off Raw uh, the next week. Oh, so, yeah. he's still champion. The yeah. Raw, <laughs> Raw next week. Triple H is he's still now the world heavyweight champion. Champ walking out with Ric Flair. Yeah, Ric Flair. A L- little confusing to me, not going to lie. But that's okay. And then he's there to well, announce. Well, like around their days of uh, evolution. Sure, yeah. So they were in like the faction with Randy Orton and Batista. They were always buddies. He was this like, is what I know. He was like a protege, really, of Ric Flair in many ways. Nick, I know this. And we got Shawn Michaels in the wheelchair. Yeah, I interview tonight. So, the, trip, yeah. Did so they, they just also, catch him at home? Yeah, so they've also got an interview with Shawn Michaels later, who's now <laughs> bound to a wheelchair. Great. Great. <laughs> just that graphic. Wearing like an old college t-shirt I or know. something. Yeah, oh it's intense stuff, guys. It's really see again. This was probably—that's probably all part of that initiative. Like, we need more stories. Oh, we need to really be, really be invested. Like, what if he was physically disabled? Like when, I know. This is like when Io West told us all sketches need to be about relationships. Relationships. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's great sketch writing, guys. Okay, so let's go do it. Let's go it do it. It doesn't quick. matter if it's seven pages, as long as it's about relationships. I hate. Comedy. Um, Me too. <laughs> yeah. So in this, basically, Triple H is just saying that he has a tape. Yeah, and he's going to reveal it later oh, tonight in the same episode of Raw. Right. And then Hurricane comes out mm-hmm. and tries to take the tape from. Yeah, which is like an old like old VH like an old yeah. VHS tape. We have DVDs at this point in time. Uh, sure. Triple H is like, you know what? But no it's an old tape. It's yeah. a tape because it's allegedly supposed to be from oh, like 1992. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Like the timestamp on the video or something is like time 92. Stamp, like there's a Paul Abdul music video on in the background. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. With that cool cat. world is playing. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, well then, and that brings us to you know whatever Hurricane Did tries to take it, it doesn't work. No, we didn't. But Let's we talked so much. Play a clip of it. Play Who cares? What's the point? I want the build up to be as painful for our listeners as it was for me in 2002, Stephen. And the fact is, I've got to warn everybody because that is the most graphic and salacious videotaped footage I have ever seen in my life. And after you have seen it, I can promise you this, you people will never look at Kane the same way again. All right, so I'm sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> that so great. So that clip goes on, and you know, Hurricane comes out, tries to steal the tape, yeah. doesn't work. Uh, Ric Flair gets a cheap shot on Hurricane. Uh, Triple H beats him up a little bit, and then we finally get Let's go forward a little. I just want to see. I want to re. Okay, yeah. You want to you want to review all this stuff. this stuff? This is like a lot of Thank God. They're, oh, they're there's the, wait. Go back to where Ric Flair's holding up the tape. Ric Flair holding up the tape. I've got oh. it. Oh, I cut away. There it is. 
Very quick. Very quick. Yeah, I just. Oh, so yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. An old TDK tape. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's what yeah. it is. Oh, my God. Like, we good specific. We had a billions of those v- those blank VHSs. So funny. Didn't we all? Those were the good oh, old God, days. That's so well, funny. Um, but that, that Hurricane leads comes out. ultimately to the tape, the tape in question, the moment in question, the thing that we've all been built up to. This is uh, the video that Triple H plays later that Raw. Let's go to a clip of that real quick. I love the smell of formaldehyde in the morning. Katie, I'm going to give you what you want. And I'm going to take what I always wanted. (laughs) We won't do it there. Okay, great. So, oh, so literally, this oh, no. WWE and fans and everyone. Yes, it's a ninety-two, two thirty a.m. on the dot. That's how that's how time code worked uh, on, I like, on I like VHS. The warnings yeah, and also it's, it was top. always in Times New Roman font. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a warning up. This may be uh, offensive to viewers. So this was even just like hard to find online. This video because I'm sure WWE has tried to scrape it off of everything. Yeah, and even like I feel like nobody wants to even upload it or remember it no so it was tough to find this but i found the clip i mean it's not like the wwe is against historical revisionism I oh mean, no on the no way out match we watched they replaced the little graphic bug with the wwf now it yeah. says wwe yep. they blurred out the A logo on the w- mat yeah it's not like they're against historical revisionism. no, no not, not at all i mean they they've all they also barely mentioned the existence of chris benoit Oh. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I wouldn't uh, mind talking about that for an hour. We uh, have talked about it for an hour. <laughs> no, I know. Please, I God, know. Oh, I can't uh. do it again. Um, but you know, the, so basically, this clip is Triple H dressed up as Kane talking to Katie. Well, Vick. dressed up is a strong word. Yeah, he has the mask of Kane on, and that's about it. Yeah, right? like that's it. Like, like at first, well, like, and he's wearing his own T-shirt. <laughs> He's wearing he's wearing a Kane T-shirt, right? right? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. like Kane does. Yeah, and like at first, like of course, Triple H laughs at the end, so we get that it was always supposed to be stupid. But like in this moment, That's and so it, bad. this this clip is so it's so long. <laughs> and I remember <laughs> I remember this being on TV, Stephen, and watching this this night. And even I was like, I had, I will admit, Brian, I will admit, this was one of those nights where I was like. Do I need to keep watching wrestling? Like, is this the night that it, it wasn't? But is but there was a moment where I'm like, is this the night I tune out? Like, don't, don't get me wrong, I was definitely far less invested in wrestling for a while. But this that here's what's okay. So fuck whatever. I'm gonna just ex- explain it for the audience, and then I gotta talk about that. Sure, okay, that's yeah. insane. So basically, <laughs> Triple H d- d- g- does this weird like monologue towards the Katie Vick doll, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I hurt you. Oh, you always wanted to have sex with you. Oh, now I can have sex with you. Uh, like. It, it's so weird. It's like too specific. Triple H is really good at like uh, talking just, to somebody he's about to rape. It just goes on. The next he week, smells. by the way, they brought the dummy out on Raw oh in my the ring. Christ. Of course, why wouldn't you? Uh, and and ultimately, uh, Triple H gets up onto the Katie Vick doll, like undoes his pants, and like and, and they're they're blurring out her fake dummy tits, right? 
of course, he picks up the <laughs> d- the doll the doll's leg and uh-huh. like gets okay. in between the legs and like starts to do something and then it pans towards candles. Yeah, candles and flowers. Like it gets in like the room territory. Oh yeah, it goes into the room and then it comes back and then he's like, "That was the best." I and then he's like, "What did I do? What did I do? I like screwed your brains out." And then he like grabs screwed your brains out and he throws the brains at, at the, the camera. Cam- sure, why so not? Also, apparently. And I've also read more in that same interview with those guys. Apparently, this was like the writers did what they did, but this was mostly spearheaded by the insanity of Vince McMahon, of Triple H, and of Stephanie McMahon. Like, they essentially filmed this in an actual funeral home one night. And, like, this was mostly just directed by Vince and Stephanie. All right, I believe so it. it's crazy. So here's my thing: is like, yeah. you're like you're like this is bad. This is the worst. How is this worse than like when Vince makes you know whoever bark like a dog or oh this is on- kisses ass or like we got but I never supported those Vince clips. McMahon saying the n word and stuff like that yeah. like where where how it like. I'm like, yeah, this is just par for the course. Terrible. Yeah, this is what wrestling is. It's awful. Like it is all that. It is all no, that. It, it is all that. It's all this like boring and terrible and stupid and just over the like kicking a baby and like it's all the same <laughs> thing. Snitsky. You know, yeah, like uh uh you know, Miss Elizabeth cheat it's all just like soap opera insane crap. Like if you're if you're if your parents watched a show that had some of the same plots as wrestling, you'd be like, mm-hmm. you're fucking stupid. You'd, be, <laughs> you'd tell your parents, you'd be like, this is a terrible show. You shouldn't fucking watch this. You watch real TV. Hey, Steven, if my mom would have walked into the room when the Katie Vick stuff was happening, oh, what, what, what would she have said? I don't care. No, no, no. So, tell, what, I, I what, think she mother- said, I wish I would have gotten an abortion. No, 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 no. She would have said... <laughs> Nicholas, turn this shit off. There's somebody snitching. Turn this oh. shit off, oh Nicholas. God. Somebody should have yeah. snitched you in the womb. I'm yeah, gonna I agree. say it. I agree. Um, you know, it it's just it's all it's all just such such trash. And the thing around like like you guys, I don't know how you forgive it. Like I if if a show that I really liked did something like this, I don't know how. Like, I love the Colbert Report, for example. If the Colbert Report <laughs> pulled some shit like this in the middle, I'd be like Ah, okay. Colbert's gonna fuck a corpse okay, in a coffin. Just, yeah, just to sort of like devil's advocate slightly, just for a second. Yeah, please, Stephen, Brian, you are. I just I want to hear. Okay, so this <laughs> clip that we just watched to yeah. you, this is as bad as everything else. Yes. Wow. Okay, I can at least recognize that there are different shades of brown among the shit. This is like the worst. Yeah. This is. Wait, like- wait, wait. No. This is this is worse than Vince McMahon forcing a woman to get on her knees and bark and like kiss his ass. This is worse than that. Okay, I haven't seen that. Okay, great. <laughs> Maybe and that's not. okay. Is th- this is worse <laughs> than Vince McMahon like saying the n word to wrestlers? No, of course. No, is this no. worse than blackface? No, of no. course not. <laughs> it's all. Terrible! It's all terrible. You are foaming at the mouth. It's you insane. Just spit on the side. Of I know, face. and I'm okay with it. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Like when you both of these clips, you guys were like, "You see, we're gonna do a special. You we you should hate wrestling episode." I'm like, "This isn't good enough. Like this doesn't. Wow. Even, this <laughs> okay. doesn't even begin to explain how terrible wrestling is <laughs> from top to bottom. I, if like, because you can get like what? Yeah, the Snitsky thing honestly doesn't seem that far off from me as like. 
as far as like faux pas or taboo, it's about the same. You mm-hmm. know, abortions and like babies and kicked in the you know what? Sure. It's about the same. This is a dead body. I guess it's a little worse, but I'm like, it's just awful. Who cares? Yeah. At a certain point, it's just like you've maxed out how terrible we can be. Yeah, and you're totally right about like it's it's. Just as bad as being like, get down on your knees and bark like a dog. Yeah, yeah. it's just as bad. I'm going to kiss you in front of my paralyzed wife that I've been poisoning for months or whatever. Oh, yeah, the that's a real storyline, Brian. Like, this I is it. all trash. Yeah. It's all trash. Yeah, they've done a lot of trash, Stephen. And, and what's crazy to me, too, is that stuff hasn't been scrubbed from the internet. Like, that, there, mm. like, Vince McMahon's like, no, nah, leave that up. I like that. <laughs> you know what? I really like that story. I like the do rag, Vince. They, have they scrubbed Muhammad Hassan? Those clips are still out there. Yeah, mm. they're still out there. I mean, I, I feel like some of them are a little tough to find, but I'm sure if we gave it a Google right now, we yeah, could we probably could find, find some Muhammad Hassan. Yeah. It's it's bad, top to bottom. It's the thing again. The thing about it is when you start to know like how bad a a product yeah, or yeah, sure. an organization can be, like when you when you do like when you see this Nick or you see yeah. you know like somebody barking or kissing his ass or weird racial slurs or you know things like when, when you watch that i feel like there's got to be a, a moment where you just go you know i don't know if i like this like i don't know like i don't know that i support this that's how i feel about i don't know like say the republican party or something sure. like that at a yeah. certain point when or like uh like the westboro baptist church or like it's like when they're you know like trying to like bomb abortion clinics and protests and make you're like you know what i just don't think i can like support anything else they do at a certain point sure well now here's now another thing don't forget steven this is this is this is all wwe this is everything that wwe does yeah now you do know that again and i mean this you know that we watch a lot of this stuff because we do we like these guys yeah we like the personalities we like the wrestlers we yep. like the hard work we like seeing guys who get who win championships and get paid off for all their hard work maybe they came up to the indies through all these years sure now alternatively this is just wwe mm-hmm. and and they've done a lot of stupid trashy god-awful garbage things yeah that's also why I and many others people have been on here like a lot of other alternative things. Right. Why we like indie wrestling. Why we like people like uh, Ring of Honor. Right. Why I subscribe and enjoy New Japan Pro Wrestling. I like NJPW because it's pretty much just wrestling. They don't do all this. Hey, fuck a corpse tonight. Shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like. If- so if I watched that, I wouldn't be offended like I am watching this. I'd just no, be maybe, bored. Maybe you'd just be bored. <laughs> yeah. You'd yeah. just be bored. I mean, so that's good. You'd yeah. Maybe, yeah. There's an upside. So again, this doesn't speak for the all of the art of wrestling. It's just a lot of dumb shit that one company does. No, and I don't, I'm not, I, I hear you. I don't think it necessarily but does speak for I think I'm fair in the, saying that, right? No, I, I don't think that's wrong. I just, I think that it's one of those things where, again, you watch it, you're like, this is terrible. Like how 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 could I continue to watch something that's so bad that makes such bad like even the gobbledygooker. I have to go. <laughs> I have to go. You know what? Maybe I maybe I should just like <laughs> read a book. <laughs> like maybe I should try to improve my life or like there's just something that makes me feel like there there has to be a moment where you go, yeah, I could do better. I could do better as far as entertainment goes. Are there like just the way you spend your time? You guys watch so much wrestling. Mm-hmm. The, the amount that you and Joey and other past wrestling uh, get, lovers of the show who've come on have told me they spend time on wrestling. I'm just like, you could, God, you could have like, you know, mastered 
seven foreign languages at this point. Like if you like, there's so much more you could. If you took on how much time you spend watching wrestling as a part time job, even at minimum wage, I'm like, I guarantee you'll have a lot of money when you retire. Like, mm-hmm. I I just don't understand. I don't understand. It's I mean, like I'm a crazy use of time. I'm working and making things and doing other stuff and bettering myself yeah. during all that time too, though. I don't think so. And I, I oh, waste I you. waste so much time just like playing video games and stuff. Sure. I have all that stuff wrestling um, but video games we yeah. all waste time yeah. i'm just saying even if you're gonna waste time what if you did it in a more interesting better way what, what, what were you gonna say about you you waste a lot of time playing video games yeah so just, so i mean i can't sorry steven i can't quite co-sign that sentiment just because we all have time we all waste time doing sure. dumb shit i'm fine with wasting time too i i'm still i'm gonna still say i think you could waste time in better ways like i just have to i i, I know there's more entertaining things out there i know there i are, watch a lot of tv shows too yeah sure like instead of watching wrestling you could just watch a black screen with the tv off that'd, yeah, that'd be, be an good. improvement well in that case why don't, why don't <laughs> then you know what in that case watch bojack horseman <laughs> spend your time watching bojack horseman but Bo- Bojack Horseman is a black screen. No, I'm just saying. Oh, instead okay. of watching a bla- blank yeah. screen, if you're gonna watch twelve, sure. twelve hours of wrestling, then yeah. watch a, a show that's good instead. I agree. Okay. Okay. Good. If, if, if watch a, second, a show that's good to you. For a second, I thought you were insulting Bojack no. Horseman. Bojack no, I love Bojack okay. Horseman. I'm saying, okay. I'm saying, don't watch a blank screen. Then in that case, <laughs> watch something that you like. I happen to fucking love Bojack Horseman. You know what? Even don't watch something. Go for a walk. Like <laughs> I do that too. Go, go for a walk. Outside. Go read a book. Go get a coffee. Go take a walk. Call your mother. Be bored for thirty minutes. Do like, something. Yeah. All of that is a better use of time. That's all. It's wrestling's terrible. See, I, I say that you. wrestling's good and you can do all those things and still watch, enjoy and like wrestling. That's my No, there's that's limited my argument. hours. There's limited hours. There's so there's it it entirely limited. Yeah. I still do all of those things, Steven, and man. I put wrestling in there. You poor and I man. feel great. I feel bad for you. I'm happy. I think you're going to I think you're going to die 15 years earlier than the average. I bet like <laughs> one day one day they're going to do a study of like wrestling fans versus non-wrestling fans and they're going to find out you motherfuckers die 15 years earlier because of the the sadness in your hearts. Wow. I'm putting it out there. I just think that's just so much the opposite. You think you're going to live longer cuz yeah. of wrestling? I think you'll know how to defend yourself if you're ever in a the wrestlers. Cell. The wrestlers might not live as long, but the I wrestlers think the fans gonna, will. Yeah, and the wrestlers are. Oh God, it's awful. I think it's putting years on my life, Stephen. You don't even. We didn't even <laughs> talk about how it's bad for the wrestlers, which is like well, why. We, yeah, we know that. Well, why we're supporting it for that right reason? I mean, that's I don't why smoke I want the and I watch wrestling. Stop. I'm going to live to be 107. Except no one's going to live to be 107 because we're all going to get nuked soon. So. That's right. Right. Great. The Hall of Famer Donald Trump. Take it down. Hey, you're right. Take it down. Yep. All right. I think this officially. I think we've talked. <laughs> we could go on for days. Okay. Nick is on fire. I'm on fire. <laughs> There's nothing to be said. Yeah. This is trash. It, I think. <laughs> I think we all kind of agree that wrestling isn't worth watching. Oh. So I, we don't all agree if, with that, Steve. I think if someone forced me to watch as much wrestling as you've watched, I would be right along with you. Listen. My my, this is taking years off my life. Yeah, I, I think am, it's just it's it's taking years off your life, for Stephen. Sure. That's what I, I think it is, and I, you're trying to project that on the rest of us, and the rest of us are actually quite happy. No, you're not. Yeah, we uh, are. No, you're not. I've looked I've looked into many of your eyes. You're not happy. Um, uh, you know, yeah, I have to I have to. <laughs> 
good. That's a good. I'm so happy. I, Look at him. My eyes. I basically spend I'm my so Sundays. Happy. I wake up early. I watch wrestling. Yep. I talk about wrestling. <laughs> and in the breaks between doing the wrestling podcast, I somehow still end up talking about wrestling. <laughs> like it's taking it's up so great. It's taking up half of my like half of my Sundays every Sunday, but most Sundays, and it's too much. Like I'm just like. No, I gotta stop. I, I kind of I tried to hint at Nick at some point uh, during our break between these. I was like, yeah, maybe we don't do it so much next year. I don't know. Like maybe we just stop. Yeah. Uh, maybe here's, maybe it's so gotta here's die. what we've learned ultimately at the end of the you should hate episode. Mm. I'm fine and I feel good about it. No, Brian is still completely indifferent, mostly hates it, and is going to move yeah. on with his life. Yeah. At the end of the episode, Stephen, it's still you who has lost. Yeah, I know. Listen, <laughs> I mean, it really is. No, and I, I want to again. I'm gonna blame Brian on this one. <laughs> he came in. That's fine. And you immediately are like, well, you know, let me say something good about wrestling. All right. <laughs> I mean, this was supposed. To you kind of forgot. One. You kind of forgot the whole thesis of this episode, I but think, it's fine. Hey, I think Brian. I think I, you brought plenty of the heat today. I really well, do. Thank you, thank you. And I never like. I guess maybe I, I should have said before I came in to record today that. I don't 100% hate it. There are the there little elements here and there that I kind of <clears> like. So wait, this was just another episode of you should... Wait, did I just get no. swerved? Yeah, you got, got you got swerved, bro. Oh, God. Double turn. Who's, where's the cameraman? Are they in the closet? <laughs> yeah, ah, bring them out. Yeah, we don't open that anymore. There's bodies in there. Katie Vick's in there. We don't yeah. we don't open up Steven's closet anymore because, spoiler alert, Katie, Katie Vick's in there. It's true, it's true. Uh, heir no. to the Vick's vapor report. But still... I, no, I still maintain the cream of the crop. One of the funniest things I've ever seen, right. honestly. Because he's a madman. Um, but you're still not going to start watching wrestling. Oh, you, 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 hell no. You're not going to watch. start watching anything. God, no. God, you really, no. You really have no interest, even if we said, not, watch one episode of NXT, maybe you'll like it. Not uh, at no, all. No, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> you already lost. Let's move on. I'm just trying, all right. to, trying to put the business over. Brian, this is a fantastic episode. <laughs> Are we rating this shit? I don't know. Katie Vick, is a, Katie know. Vick is a negative dog fart out of a thousand. Katie Vick. <laughs> there's no doubt about that. Katie Vick as, is just as bad as Rowdy Roddy Piper. Okay. They're both. Both awful. <laughs> he didn't like Piper. Did you, did you like Piper? You respect Piper? I like him in the movie They Live. That's what we talked about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fine. That's fine. Movies are fine. All right. Cool. Fine. Great. Why? Uh, yeah. So negative, I, negative I like, billion. Oh, hold on. Let me say this. I yeah. like the Netflix series Glow because they took actors, taught them to wrestle. Mm -hmm. They did not take wrestlers and try to have them act. Well, they did. There are some wrestlers in that show. Oh, shit. In Tiny roles. Yeah. yeah. Car Karma's in that show. I don't remember who she plays. Who? Uh, Karma or um, Awesome Kong. She's an she's a wrestler turned actress in that show. Joey Ryan is actually in the show. Sure, yeah. He made he made an appearance. A couple wrestlers. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's in it. Yeah, but mostly mm -hmm. mostly actors. Okay, look. Goldberg. We, here's the thing, though. I know Sasha this was Banks. a different episode, but we shouldn't slight Brian on getting to rate things. Yeah, if yeah, your rate. ratings are fucking so negative okay. zero, that's let's fine. rate the Kane, Katie Vick, if the saga. negative dog fart out of a thousand. Negative dog fart, and then uh, so okay. Brian, what do you think for Katie Vick? Um. Yeah, negative dog fart minus one. Wow, wow. Yeah, negative okay. dog God. Um, yeah, one of the worst things I've ever it's seen. It's terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Like, I, w I wish we could have just watched the, the hand thing again. That would have yeah. been great. Yeah. Another hand um, But yeah. I'm, see, I'm, this is I'm just, fine with the hand thing. This fails as, well, I mean, it obviously fails as being a, as a big dramatic reveal, but yep. it also fails as comedy. It yes. just 
fails on every level. Fails as wrestling, fails as entertainment. I can't I don't I can't understand how this got made because it's played very dramatically beforehand. And then he kind of laughs it off. He's like, I f-, he's like, fucked out this doll. Yeah. Then Triple H laughs. And then I'm oh. like, well, where does it go now? Like, where does this story go now? Yeah. He showed the tape. Why was Hurricane so desperately trying to get it? What? Because he didn't want them to show the world because Kane's his buddy. But so why wouldn't Kane, he wanted to protect so why would, his why, he wanted why to would, protect his necrophiliac burn victim friend. Why what? was Kane upset? Did he think that there was a? Did he actually fuck? Katie Vick's corpse. <laughs> That's because the thing he was we don't upset. know. We don't know. So what's going? Like, why wouldn't Kane not- sue Triple H for defamation? Yeah, because it's there. a worthless storyline <laughs> that was killed like about two yeah. weeks after this. And now let's rate the. Whatever the match was that we saw, uh, Cactus McFold, uh, Jack. It's not. I don't yeah. mean. I don't think it's like a. It, it's it's got a couple of classic moments in it, like mostly Foley going to the ring. That's mm. that's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, the match is is okay. Like, I it's cool. I like it. It's not yeah. their greatest match, but it's a memorable one. Um. Was, definitely not. Definitely not enough to make me hate wrestling. Was it the main event of that pay per view? Yes, it was. Okay. Um, I'll give that match a, on a scale of flaming, burning two by fours covered in uh, barbed, wire. barbed wire. I'll give that match a. It's a three point two. Three point two, Brian. Yeah, what do you it's thinking? fine. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, if I'm rating it, does that mean I like it? Because I depends you know, on how you rate it. I don't you know. Can, you can. Do you want to recuse yourself from rating? No, no, no. I think. <laughs> I think in terms of pure spectacle, there are moments that are like. Yeah, that you enjoy, like, yeah, him falling through the cage and stuff. The fighting is bullshit. Um, <laughs> All right, that's For fine. the uh, emotional impact it had on me as a uh, 15-year-old, I, I got to give it, uh, I'll give it two. Two flaming two-by-fours. Wow. Covered in okay. God damn it, Brian. <laughs> Should I have gone The thing one? that Is you that... didn't like, you managed to give it a two out of five. A 40%? God damn it! Steven, what's your rating? I've been swerved! Yeah, you've been swerved. You're the loser again. You lost. Damn! Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, wrestling's great. Whatever. Yeah, see? You like it's it. a, yeah. Uh, that, that match was. Um, yeah, it felt like standard fare, especially after what I, the context of what the I'd biggest swerve would be if you just gave it a five out of five right now. Yeah, but <laughs> but ultimately I have to give a lot of credit to Triple H. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, no, yeah, this is standard fare, especially given that I've seen some of the stuff the sell stuff before. So yeah, I think this is probably like a one and a half, maybe two, but probably one and a half because just who cares? Yeah, okay, um, well, who cares? Truly terrible. Uh, well, cool. Brian, this is a really great. So, is there anything that you want to plug or share with our listening audience? Your social media, your shows. What do you got? Tell us the stuff. Sure. So, yeah, I think the number one thing I want to plug, um, I'm on a digital team that was put together through the Pack Theater. Yep. We're called Fat Wolf. Mm-hmm. So we make uh, we make a, a new uh, video sketch every month, but we're working on making web series and all sorts of different stuff. So follow us. Uh, hit your 
uh, hit your wagon early because we're going to the top. Uh, Hell happy. yeah, baby! <laughs> Facebook.com slash Fat Wolf Comedy. Nice. Um, and the uh, and the oh, nightcap, Stacy Roomaker. Yes, I am also. I work on another show at the pack called the Nightcap with Stacy Roomaker, third Friday of the month at ten thirty p.m. Yeah, if you're listening in the Los Angeles area, we believe that might be this Friday, <laughs> but either way, third Friday of the month, yes, every yes. month. Check it out. Top, topical political humor, monologue jokes, desk bits, weird characters, all that good stuff. Talk about Trump, I bet. Oh yeah, at least probably once a night. Now, Brian, I I, I do want to ask you because I feel like we should. Thank you very much for oh. coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for bringing this hate episode <laughs> to us. But I do want to ask you one thing. Um, is there any final parting words that you just kind of want to leave to wrestling fans in general now that mm-hmm. we finally had this You Should Hate episode? Is there anything that, any ideas that you've changed? Anything? It could be positive, negative, nothing, whatever you want. Anything parting words to wrestling fans? I, read a book? I don't mm-hmm. like. That's all I got. I okay. don't know. Try great. something else. Great. There's there's a big there's a great big world out there full of wonderful uh, art and drama and literature, and you should at at least give it a shot. I agree. And those are all Monday Night Raw, SmackDown Live. There are so many free museums that are dying right now. It's true. Yeah. That are they just true they because just... of wrestling fans? Yeah, it's all wrestling's <laughs> fault, right, just guys? So you know, if 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 we get nuked, I blame wrestling fans. Uh, there you go. Well, go to go to the downtown Art Walk. Look at look up when it is. Just go to it. It's free. If you live in LA, good, you can yeah. easily get there yep. by metro or drive or whatever. It's awesome. And if you're listening somewhere else in the country or you're another country, go find your your local museums yeah. or go make your own art. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's good. I love that. Well, Brian, again, thank you very much for coming on. Nick. Brian Rubenow, thank you very much for being it's here. It's come to that part of the show. I got to ask, like I ask every time. Yeah, you, you've asked this for like 90 episodes. This is how we end every episode. Nick, do you hate wrestling? Steven, no. All right, Brian. Well, we tried. We tried. Uh, this time, playing us out. Ooh. Go ahead, Steven. Tell us about what the album is, what year it came oh. out, what the song is. Uh, from their 2003 self-titled album, uh, it didn't work this way because we've got... We, it didn't work this time. We've gone back and forth. It's the All-American Rejects with Swing Swing. <laughs> swing Swing from the Tango Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligor, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at Pearl Stein. And if you want to hear more podcasts, check out I Love You and I Like You, my other podcast, all about parks and recreation. And while you're in the iTunes store, why don't you go ahead and leave You Should Love Wrestling a nice five-star rating and review. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.